This recording was produced by Green Lane Masjid. For more information on the activities and services the mosque provides, please visit www.greenlanemasjid.org. Anna alhamdulillahi na'maduhu wa nasta'inuhu wa nasta'gfiru wa na'udhu billahi min shururi anfusina wa min sayyiyati amalina man yahdihillahu falamudillalahu wa man yudlil falahadiyalah wa ashadu an la ilaha illa allahu wahtuhu la sharika lahu wa ashadu anna muhammadan abduhu wa rasuluhu salawatullahi wa salamu alayhi ya ayyuhal ladhina amanu attaqu allaha haqqa tuqatihi wa la tamutunna illa wa antum muslimun يا ايها الناس اتقوا ربكم الذي خلقكم من نفس واحده وخلق منها زوجها وبث منهما رجالا كثيرا ونساء واتقوا الله الذي تساءلون به والارham ان الله كان عليكم رقيبا يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله وقولوا قولا سديدا يصلح لكم اعمالكم ويغفر لكم ذنوبكم ومن يطع الله ورسوله فقد فاز فوزا عظيما اما بعد فان خير الكلام كلام الله وخير الهدى هدى رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم تسليما كثيرا وشر الامور محدثاتها وكل محدثه بدعه وكل بدعه ضلاله وكل ضلاله في النار for dealing with today's tremendous hadith that's on the table i just want to make a point about what's been going on in the last year and a half two years with this issue of covid and i've mentioned it in our daras quite a few times there may be people who are in our daras from those people who don't believe in covid and you still come into the daras knowing quite well i believe in covid i don't have a problem with you believing or not believing covid is real the issue and i have a problem with when people like when people who don't have any qualifications people who have no background when they start becoming opinionated in the public domain and they start talking to other people from our community is covid real or is it not real if you believe covid is not real then you should keep that to yourself you shouldn't advise muslims about not against getting the vaccine and things of that nature it's a slap in the face as i mentioned on a number of occasions it's a slap in the face of the people who have fallen ill with covid and it is also a bigger slap in the face for the muslims who we know who have died from covid people who our eyes have shed tears as a result of their demise so you talk to a person who has love for people who checked out as a result of covid it wasn't the common flu it was covid they had covid khalid and they checked out and they died and we cried as a result of their passing like our sheikh who we dealing with his book ali hasan al halabi rahmatullahi alayhi he wasn't very old and i see him as being a mountain of knowledge 
And I see him as being an anchor for people who wanted to refer back to him and his knowledge in trying to push the Sunnah forth in the Sadifiyah. Is he ma'asum kalla wallahi? Does he deserve to be, you know, followed unconditionally? La wallahi. But he was mujahid. And he died. And then there are other people who have passed away. Like my friend, I was 21 years old. I became a Muslim. And there was a brother, he was a few years older than me, Brother Abdul Latif, who was a Najjar. And I was with him. He was in Saudi Arabia for many years with my little older sister, Mahasin. Hafizahullah. My man checked out and he died. So I say that to say right now that I'm in Birmingham. Family members who are very close to me have COVID right now. They have COVID. People who I know have COVID. They have to isolate. I pray to Allah by his greatest name that they don't die and they don't check out. But I want to ask you guys, many of you in this masjid, how many of you know someone who had COVID? Just put your hand up if you know someone who had COVID. That's the vast majority of you. How many of you know someone who didn't have COVID, uh, who died from COVID? Put your hand up if you know someone. I know people who died from COVID. So as I sit here before you, people who I love have COVID. People I care about, they have COVID. And then we have people from our community who want to say, no, COVID is not real. And the vaccination is not real. Ya akhi wallahi. I say to you, have that position. But it's a slap in the face for you to say that in public and to walk around when Muslims are losing their lives. And in our religion, it's not for every Amr, Bakr, and Zaid to talk about issues that are touching public safety and public harm. It's not for everybody to say that. It's for the people who have the right to do so. I just want to say to the people who have been afflicted with COVID, know that it is a trial to you guys from Allah Azawajal. And we pray to Allah by His ism al-Azam that what you're going through is a kafara, it's a cleansing, the headache, not being able to eat, being crashed out all day long, that sweating, all of that what you're going through, the trepidation and the fear that you're going to die and check out and what happens to your children if you do die and check out? Allah said in the Quran, let every person from amongst you who has children and you think you're going to die, then pay attention to those kids. Gather people around and tell them what you want them to do and what you don't want them to do. You guys are not second-class citizens to no white people, Arabs, nobody. You first-class citizens, people of a Tawheed. You young, you boys take care of these girls. Yaqub in the Quran, he was about to die. Allah mentioned the story in the Quran. Were you present when death came to Yaqub? And he said to his sons, What are you going to worship after I die? They said, We worship your God and the God of Ibrahim, Ismail, Ishaq. I just want to say to those people from my 
family members la yukallifullahu nafsan illa wus'aha allah doesn't burden people beyond their scope you have the ability to handle it so tie up your bootstraps and handle it to the best of your ability number 2 there is a hadith for all of us whether you have covid you don't have covid the companion uthman ibn abi al-as al-thaqafi may allah be pleased with him he said i became a muslim and i was suffering from this pain persistent pain from the day i became a muslim just because you become a muslim all your problems evaporate they just turn into birds that are green and fly up into the sky under the arsh of allah la you're going to be tried your family going to say you bugging you tripping what you talking about islam people you know woman you were married to the man you were married to it's going to be trouble drama your job you're going to turn into birds and fly away into green lanterns and you walk around in bakhur you know incense coming from your under your thobe kind of stuff you into ain't going to happen god it ain't happen with any of us when i say to you guys listen there's a dua that this man he said i came into islam and i had a persistent pain after islam it didn't go away my hip my hamstring my thigh my tooth my head i just kept getting um migraines it just was persistent so i went to the nabi of islam sallallahu alaihi wasallam who allah said about him ya ayyuhal ladhina amanu istajibu lillahi war rasul idha da'akum lima yuhyikum oh you believe listen and obey accept the message of allah and his messenger his sunnah when he invites you to that which will give you life stay ignorant all of these things in the sunnah to protect me and i'm as ignorant as a doornail as ignorant as a bottle of water water don't know anything i'm just like him and things can help me this companion said ya rasulullah this persistent problem can you please tell me something i can do because it's jamming me up Rasulullah told him and told us sallallahu alaihi wasallam that you should say bismillah anybody here doesn't know bismillah put your hand up if you don't know bismillah i'm teach you right now little man 50 grand you little man you know bis you know bismillah let me you say it good job good job you're going to say more relax relax pump your brakes bismillah he said say bismillah and then say seven times my man Put your hand on the place that you have pain. After saying Bismillah, say seven times. A'udhu billahi wa qudratihi min sharri ma ajid wa uhadhir. I seek refuge in Allah and I seek refuge in the power, the might of Allah from the evil of what I'm finding and what I'm complaining about. He's having problems breathing. He's having problem his chest. His chest. Think you're going to have him have a heart attack or a stroke. Last time Allah arthritis, the period of the girl, monthly, monthly. Akramakumullah. Childbirth. The Nabi said, "Put your hand on the part that hurts, man. You play soccer and you tore your ACL, whatever. Did you ever put your hand on your knee to make that dua?" 
knowing that the Prophet said, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, Man la yadu'Allah yaghdab alayhi. Anyone who does not make dua to Allah, Allah is angry with him. Antumul fuqara'u ilallah. Wallahu huwa al-ghaniyu al-hamid. Allah said, You people are poor and in need of Allah. Allah doesn't need any of you. He is ghani. Everything is with him. Hamid, praiseworthy. And yet, the person doesn't make dua. So I want to say to my relatives, to all of you guys, you brothers, you sisters, all of you, inshallah, it's a kafara. That stuff you're going through, being delirious and all that stuff, hopefully you'll pull out and it'll be on your mizan of hasanat yomul qiyamah. The Muslim is never pricked with a prick. Nothing hurts him or harms him. Psychologically, physically, anything that bothers him. It will be a sign of kafara. Allah will take off sins and, and, and stuff for him. Yomul Qiyamah. So before moving on to explain today's hadith, I want to give a special acknowledgement and a special shout out to my man that I've been knowing since I've been in the UK. This brother has been in America. He's from the UK and I'm from America. I came here, he went there. And we both been trying to swim back to our people. Brother Abdullah ibn Mubarak, Robin Hussein, his mother is in the hospital, delirious. Anything can happen. So I'm asking you brothers, make dua for Um Abdullah ibn Mubarak, and we make dua from here for her, that Allah gives us shifa. We ask Allah by his ism al-azam to give her shifa and to give all of the Muslims shifa, inshallah, azawajal, from their sicknesses and from their issues. We come to a tremendous hadith today, Ikhwani, after suspending this hadith last week. And it is a hadith that gives us an insight into more information about what we need to understand about the prophets and the messengers. Salawatullahi wa salamu alayhim ajma'een. As Muslims, it's not enough just to give your child the name Ishaq, Yaqub, Sulaiman, Dawood. It's not enough. You have to look at those prophets and the messengers of the Quran, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam ajma'een, as being the best human beings that ever walked on the face of the earth. When the people write cartoons, caricatures of Al-Mustafa, Al-Amin, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, we get upset, rightly so. We should get upset when any prophet and messenger, on the other hand, is being disrespected and being played out of pocket as they disrespect the prophets and the messengers throughout the Bible, throughout the Torah, throughout the Injil. So it's just not Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam that we get upset about. We get more upset because he's the Sayyid of Bani Adam. He's the master, he's the best, he's the khatam of the Anbiya and the Rasul sallallahu wa sallam But we all know the ayah. لا نفرق بين أحد من رسولي. We don't make any distinctions between his messengers. Unless Allah made a distinction. So the first messenger is Adam, the first, mes- the first Nebi, Adam, first messenger, Noah. Allah made that distinction. The best of them, Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. 
the five best of them, Nuh, Ibrahim, Musa, Isa, Muhammad. Allah made that distinction, sallallahu alaihi wasallam, and all of them. Allah made that distinction. So those are the distinctions that we make. But we don't make this distinction of the Yahud. We believe in Musa and Suleiman and Dawood. But we don't believe in Isa and Muhammad. We don't make the distinction of the Nasara, the Christians. We take Musa and we take Isa, but we don't take Muhammad. All of you are kuffar. And I'm going to look at you as kuffar. Because the Quran said that. كَذَّبَتْ قَوْمُ نُوح الْمُرْسَلِينَ كَذَّبَتْ قَوْمُ لُوْتْ الْمُرْسَلِينَ Allah said the Quran. Noah's people disbelieved in all of the messengers. That's what Allah said in the Quran. Lot, Lot, his people disbelieved in all of the messengers. How did they disbelieve in all of the messengers when all of the messengers never went to them? The only person who went to them were their respective prophets. Nuh went to his people. Lot went to his people. But Allah established in the Quran that they disbelieved in all of the messengers. How? Why? How? Why? Simple. Because they all came from the same well of revelation, the same yambu'ah. From the same bit, from the same well of revelation, being divinely inspired with the same message. So when they came and you rejected your Nabi, you effectively rejected all of them. So today, our hadith gives us some insight, more deeper, further insight from this sunnah, this hadith. How we should understand looking at all of the prophets and all of the messengers. And that is the statement that the prophet made, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, keeping in mind that the book that we're dealing with is called Ad-Dawah wa duat The Dawah, everybody here is giving Dawah to something. He's giving Dawah to the Khwan Muslimin. He's giving Dawah to Sufism. He's given dawah to a takfir. He's given a dawah to an irja. He's given dawah to sodicentrism. He's given dawah to whatever he's given dawah to, his culture, his madhat. And then there's the person who's sitting here that we're hoping, inshallah, he'll wake up and realize you have to give dawah to Allah. Qul. هَذِهِ سَبِيلِ أَدْعُوا إِلَى اللَّهِ عَلَى بَصِيرَةٍ Tell them, Ya Muhammad, this is my way. I call to Allah. I don't call to any of those nonsense that people want. I call to Allah. Me and those who are with me. Don't give me any dawah to anything other than the book and the sunnah. I don't want to hear about your culture. I don't want to hear about your imam. I don't want to hear about how you fell into Islam and you followed this group or that group. Don't tell me about Jamaat al-Tabliqh. I'm not here to judge everybody. I'm not here for that. I'm here to follow what the Prophet brought. And all of these Jamaat and people, for the most part, they have something from Islam, but none of them represent the whole total Islam that the Prophet brought, sallallahu alayhi wasallam. So I don't have to follow that. You don't have to follow that. This little kid doesn't have to follow that. 
follow the truth. So today's hadith that Nabi mentioned sallallahu alayhi wa sallam ma ba'athallahu min nabiyyan fi ummatin qabli illa kana lahu hawariyun ya'khuduna bi sunnatihi wa yaqtaduna bi amrihi thumma innaha takhluf min ba'dihim khuluf يَفْعَلُونَ مَا لَا يَفْعَلُونَ يَفْعَلُونَ مَا لَا يُؤْمَرُونَ يَقُولُونَ مَا لَا يَفْعَلُونَ وَيَفْعَلُونَ مَا لَا يُؤْمَرُونَ فَمَن جَاهَدَهُم بِيَدِهِ فَهُوَ مُؤْمِنٌ وَمَن جَاهَدَهُم بِلِسَانِهِ فَهُوَ مُؤْمِنٌ وَمَن جَاهَدَهُم بِقَلْبِهِ فَهُوَ مُؤْمِنٌ وليس من وراء ذلك من الايمان حبه خردل tremendous hadith not just for this class son this is being a muslim where you at in al islam is your islam built upon and predicated a hadith of fadail al a'mal you don't know where they come from where they don't come from is your is your religion predicated upon Hocus pocus, you don't know anything you hear is right, but you don't you don't know. This is a hadith for the ages, for the ages, your lifetime. He says sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, there was never a nabi that was sent to his ummah before me. Imagine this. Abu Bakr Uthman Ali Ukash, all those companions sin. There was never and they know what Rasulullah is saying is the truth. It's like Revelation coming from his mouth. No, and they're sitting there getting this information. Wallahi, they're not thinking about what's the score with Liverpool, who got traded. They are not thinking about that. Which currency is higher, the pound or the euro? They're not. They're sitting there listening to what's coming out of his mouth. Sallallahu alaihi wasallam. seen it as a nimah to be able to be with him and to hear this there was never a nabi that was sent before me except that he had from his community hawariyun now i know most of you guys are ajim like me but i learned the word i looked at the word i kept practicing hawariyun hawariyun you're going to do one singular hawari hawari i'm going to ask you to say it just one person pele go ahead hawari my man hawari my man hawari good job my man hawari relax man breathe 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 relax relax one more time go ahead go ahead the job you my man Hawari, good job. My man all the way in the black. My man with the black right there. You you right there with the beard. Hawari. Good job. You got to look at the optic in your head when you get up. Don't just say, "Oh, he was calling me and I was ready. I wasn't ready." I want you to get this word in your head, in your dome. Hey, my man right there to the right. What's your name? No man, I can't be that cross-eyed. I'm looking way back there. That brother in the corner right there holding up the rukun. Not the one coming in looking at the back right there sitting right there scratching his forehead. Yeah. 
El Taf. What's your, what's your name? All right, just one more. My man right here. Good job. Hawari. You an Arab? Where you from? Syria? His, his pronunciation was the best, man. Although he's got the hat on, I didn't know he was Syria, but I know the way he pronounced it, that's Arabic. Ahi, Hawari. Good job. He said that there was never a Nabi that was sent before me when he went to his people, except that every Nabi had a Hawari. And his Hawari is the one who, whatever the Nabi said, they practiced it and they did it. Whatever the, whatever the Nabi ordered them to do, they followed his sunnah. When he told them, leave it alone, he abandoned it. He said, and then after those Hawariyin, after they died with that Nabi, a khuluf came. A group of people came after them. After those people died with the Anbiya, a group of people came who didn't see their Nabi, who didn't live with their Nabi. And then these people started to say what they didn't do. They were saying what they didn't do. I believe. I'm a mu'min. I'm Salafi. I love Allah. I love Rasulullah. But if you look at the actions of the people who are saying that, except the one that Allah made a ma'asum, you'll find the second part of this hadith is like him. They begin to say what they didn't do. And they begin to do what they were not ordered to do. They introduce in the religion what that Nabi, that Rasul didn't bring. It happened to everybody. The Nabi brought Tawheed. And they introduced the Khuluf. Introduced Isa the son of Allah. In the case of Nuh, the first Rasul sent to the people... Those five men came and made pictures and statues and said, your people used to worship these statues in Surat Nuh. And the people started to make shirk and kufr with these asnam. The Prophet said, sallallahu alayhi wa so therefore, anyone from amongst you in this ummah, if you fight against these people, من جاهدهم بيدهي Anyone who fights against this khuluf with your hand, you did good. Anyone who fights against these people who came doing differently from the Anbiya and the Rasul, Salawatullahi wa anyone who comes speaking against them with his tongue, you did good. And anyone who comes hating what they're saying and doing, hating his heart, he can't change it with his hand, can't change it with his tongue, He's in the Khutbatul Jum'ah. And the guy is up there giving weak hadith. Qala Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam lawlaka ma khalaqtul falaka. They just giving weak hadith that prove shirk and kufr. And you're sitting there in the audience. But you're not going to stand up in the khutbah. You're not going to go to him because he doesn't speak English. You just hate it in your heart. And you say, I'm not coming to this masjid again. This masjid is wasting my time. Khurafat and shirk and ghulu. 
That's the hadith of the Nabi today, sallallahu alayhi wasallam. So as it relates, ikhwani, to the da'wah and the du'at. First thing I want to mention very quickly is, as I said at the beginning, this hadith helps us to get a fuller understanding and appreciation what does it mean to have iman in the prophets and the messengers. A person, I believe in the prophets and the messengers. I believe in the prophets and the I believe it, but his understanding of the prophets and the messengers, the Prophet ﷺ is created from the nur of Allah. Rasulullah knows the ilm al ghaib. Rasulullah is sitting on the arsh with Allah. All of this stuff. No. This hadith gives us more understanding. What's the understanding? Every Nabi and every Rasul that Allah sent to the people, He sent that Rasul and that Rasul had Ansar. That Rasul did not stand up by himself to fight all of his people. You're by yourself giving dawah just to your relatives, your mother, your father, brothers and sisters. The prophets had Ansar, Atba'ah. You're by yourself. You want to fight your whole family? The whole mujtama, everybody, you just keep coming and clashing with everybody, thinking that the haq is with you, because you keep clashing. No, you have to have ansar. The dawah, the dawah of al-Islam, it needs people who are going to help it. And that's why when the Prophet wasallam stood up in Mecca, he told the people, who will help me to spread the risala of my Lord? He just get up by himself and then start fighting the people. He gave dawah secretly to people that he knew. Abu Bakr and the rest of them. You want to help me give dawah to this? And they said yes. But they concealed their Islam for quite some time before he said, okay, let's go out. So I want to give dawah all by myself. I want to give dawah all by myself. I don't want anybody else to share in the dawah. What is that? That's not what the Prophet was upon, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. From those ayat and those ahadith is a statement of Allah Ta'ala, وَلَقَدْ بَعَثْنَا فِي كُلِّ أُمَّةٍ رَسُولًا We sent to every group of people, black, white, Arab, non-Arab, in the past, we sent to every group of people. There's no Bani Adam that was on the face of the earth, except Allah sent to them a Rasul, every group of people. And that Rasul said to the people, worship Allah, and worship Allah alone. And don't worship any ta'ud. The ta'ud, any and everything that is worshipped other than Allah. The ta'ud is not just the hukam, al-ladheena yahkumuna bi ghayri Allah. That's not just the ta'ud. Ta'ud is anything and everything that is worshipped along with Allah. Wa huwa radin, and he likes it. So is Isa ibn Maryam a ta'ud? Some people worship Rasulullah, they make dua to Rasulullah, they ask him for this or that. Is Rasulullah ta'ud? Hashirullah. The sun and the moon. People worship the sun and the moon. Is the sun and the moon a ta'ud? You, you, my man, you. No. The ta'ud is the one who wants to be worshipped along with Allah wa kathiru mahum. They're on the earth right now. They're on the earth right now. People are worshiping them. So this ayah, along with the hadith, goes to show 
Allah Azza wa Jal, Ikhwani, He sent a Rasul to every people, and from those people they believed. Those who believed and they supported him. They were his Ansar. He didn't get out there making dawah by himself, like some of the people understand this is how dawah is. The more, the more istidam, the more conflict and problems he has, him, he thinks the truth is with him more, as opposed to reflecting and saying, Hey, why am I getting into all of these conflicts with everybody? With the school, with my teachers, with my mother, with my father, with my relatives. Here you'll have conflicts when you give dawah. But the goal and the objective of dawah is not to give conflicts. We all got to cooperate. Another example from that, in helping us to get a full understanding of how we believe in those prophets and the messengers, Every prophet and message, every people had one. Everyone. I want to ask you, African Americans, African Americans, 2021, did they get a prophet and messenger sent to them in America? They didn't. What's your name? Abdurrahman. They didn't. African Americans. The African Americans in America, 2021, was a prophet and a messenger sent to them? No. You, little man, what's your name? Amir, African-Americans, my mother, my father, did a prophet and a messenger get sent to them? No. Who's going to help this Titanic from sinking? Who's going to help this Titanic from sinking? My man right there, African-Americans in America, was a prophet and a messenger sent to them? Yeah, you. Who was that? Prophet Muhammad, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, was sent to the creation now. I know you know, I know. You're just nervous. <laughs> You're just nervous, I know. Hey, man, have this water, man. Have this water. Relax. Breathe, breathe, breathe. Have that water. I find I threw it to you. Rasulullah was sent to the people. Once he came to the people in Mecca, 1,400-something years ago, he went to the jinn and to mankind. Now, it's our job, my brother from Syria, Amir, Abu Amir, it's our job and responsibility the Tao and the Duat to make sure that my mother and father hear this Tao the correct way. To make sure that people on the bus you go to school with, your neighbor, they hear the Tao the correct way. Not this way that our community is projecting his sheikh, his madhab, his maslak. I don't want to get off the point, but I'll never forget it. My dumtu hayyin, falan ansahad mokif. Uh, BBC asked one of these political groups, the Jama'at al-Siyasiyah, the Kursi. So when it comes to Tawheed, when it comes to the Sunnah, when it comes, they, they wishy-washy people. Wishy-washy. We don't want that Islam. We don't want that rough, tough Islam. No, do we want that wishy-washy. You know, everything is okay. We want the religion that the Prophet brought. With the hikmah, the adil and the aql that he brought, the insaf. They asked this person from Hizbu Tahrir, what are you going to do if Hizbu Tahrir gets the khilafah in the UK? What's the first thing you're going to do? The person said, we're going to chop the head off of every woman that doesn't wear hijab. Is that the dawah, brother, that we're trying to spread? And I'm not saying Hizbu Tahrir to take a poke at them. This happened. It happened. This is not what we're trying to do. 
Everybody here has a responsibility to know this da'wah and to be a da'i. So this hadith of Rasulullah sallallahu helps us to get an ashmal, ajma', awsa, akmal understanding of the prophets and the messengers who we claim we believe in and we love and honor them. Salawatullahi wasalamwali. Allah never left the people except that He sent someone giving them dawah. Number two, they all came with the dawah of not politics, not the khilafah, not jihad. La ilaha illallah. It's the cornerstone of their dawah. Because everything after that, if that la ilaha illallah is not there, you're in trouble. You're in trouble. Another thing that I share with you is that he mentions sallallahu alayhi wa sallam in the Quran. وَإِذْ أَخَذَ اللَّهُ مِيثَاقَ النَّبِيِّينَ لَمَا آتَيْتَكُمْ مِنْ كِتَابٍ وَحِكْمَةٍ ثُمَّ جَاءَكُمْ رَسُولٌ مُصَدِّقٌ لِمَا مَعَكُمْ لَتُؤْمِنُنَّ بِهِ وَلَتَنْصُرُنَّ And remember when we gave every prophet and every messenger a contract, a mithaq, Allah took from every messenger, every one of them, a contract. And Allah said to each and one of them, Quran, if and when you're with your people and you're giving them da'wah and you're living with them, but if Rasulullah Muhammad comes to you, you have to believe in him and you have to support him. Allah said to all of them, do you take this as binding upon you? All of the prophets and said, I do. So they're giving da'wah to Allah, da'wah to Allah. And they all gave da'wah to the same thing. Five pillars of Islam, six arkan of al-iman. The Prophet says, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, ma min nabiyyan illa wa qad hadhara qawmuhu min fitnatil masih al-dajjal. Every Rasul came, warned his people of a dajjal. Dajjal is coming, dajjal is coming. So what we understand, they said the same thing, the same thing. And from what they said is, Muhammad is coming. And if and when he comes, you have to take a back seat. You have to take a back seat because his sharia is going to be nasikha to your sharia. So the point here is, ikhwani, there are a lot of hadith especially giving us a full illustration of those prophets and the messenger, what their job was. He says, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, لم يكن نبيا بعثه الله تعالى في أمة من قبلي إلا كان حق عليه أن يضلهم على خير ما يعلمه لهم وينذرهم شر ما يعلمه لهم No Nabi ever came, ever, except there was wajib, حق upon the Nabi to tell the people the good of what they needed to know and they warned him of the evil Rasulullah told us the good of what we need to know nobody can come and say something is good in Islam and we don't find Rasulullah talking about it we're going to say hey hey I'm a new revert I know your mother and your father your grandmother, grandfather, your edge dad you guys Muslims before me but where is that in the kitab and the sunnah and where did Abu Bakr and Uthman and Ali where did they understand that because if they didn't understand it, I, I'm not taking it. So every Nabi came to tell his people what to do. Our Rasul, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he taught everybody here. This is your job. 
It's my job to learn. To learn. To learn. So I have a problem and I have a bone to pick with these jama'at. All of them. And that's why I always mention it. All of them. I have a problem with them. And I don't want these young brothers being a part of these jama'at. They make us backwards in this country and other than this country. People have wala wa bara, loving brothers and hating brothers, depending upon his jama'at. What you talking about? We'll never be together like that. Never. Ever. So when I say this, don't get mad at me personally. I'm a revert. Come and show me where this is permissible in the religion. So in regards to this issue, Ikhwani, pay attention. This hadith is telling us, be like the Hawari Yun. What's the Hawari? Allah mentioned them in the Quran a number of times. With Qali Sabunu Mariam Ya Hawari Yun with Qali Sabunu Mariam Lil Hawari Yina Men Ansari Allah Kala al Hawari Yun and Nahnu Ansarullah. And remember when E Sabunu Mariam said to the Hawari Yin that were with him, the Ansar, the believers, not just the believers, but the major believers. One of the great scholars of Al Islam and talking down on the Shiite who cursed the companions. One of the great scholars, Imam Ibn Rajab al-Hanbali, he said, if you ask the Yahud, who are the best people from your ummah? They're going to say the 70 people that went to Mount Tor with Musa. If you ask the Christians, who are the best people from you? They're going to say the Hawari Yun, that were with Isa ibn Maryam. They were with him at the Ma'idah. At the Ma'idah. How many of you heard of the Ma'idah? Surah Al-Ma'idah. How many of you heard in English, the Last Supper? The Last Supper. How many of you heard of that? Now, the Last Supper, I ain't telling you to believe in that, but it could be connected. It could be. Like I always tell you, hallelujah. Hallelujah. In church, black church, they say hallelujah before they catch the Holy Ghost. As soon as you hear hallelujah coming out of my mother's mouth, she can ready to act up. You don't want to hear hallelujah. Maybe that's subhanallah, maybe. When they sneeze, they say, God bless you. Excuse me, God bless you. That could be from your hamakal. I don't know. And Imam Ibn Rajab said, if you ask the Rafida, who are the worst people to you? Who are the worst people? They're going to say the Ashab of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa The Yahoo say the people were with Musa and they're the best. Christians say the Hawari Yun and they were the best from those people. And who do you think are the worst of your ummah? They say the companions. Hey had, hey had. Hey had, hey had. Wallahi la deena lahu. They have no religion. No religion. So this word, Hawari, it means your helper. Listen to what the Prophet says, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. He said, inna li kulli nabiyyin hawari wa hawariyyi az-zubair ibn awwam. He said, every nabi had a hawari, some main person supporting him. He said, and my hawari is az-zubair ibn awwam. One of the ten people promised Jannah. I don't have the time to go through his story, but all you have to do is go through his story and look at his mawaqif al-jihadiyah. Look how he dealt with his son. 
at the times of jihad against the non-Muslims and what he did with his son. And you'll see why he's the Rasul's Hawari. And still Abu Bakr and Uthman and Ali are better than him. But the Prophet had people around him, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, anhum, they were from the awliya, wallahi, they were from the awliya. And what was the deen during their time is the deen now. What was the dawah during their time is the dawah now. What wasn't the deen of the dawah during their time is not now. Ilzam of your sheikh, ilzam of his sheikh, ilzam of your jama'ah. Your understanding, far away from the religion, with your mubarrat. You know, you have all of these um, excuses why we could do haram, why we could, and so forth and so on. So this is what this hadith is talking about. Saying, we have to work with each other. Okay, I'm giving dawah, right? I'm giving dawah. Friday, I'm going to be on this minbar. Inshallah, I'm giving dawah right here. You don't give dawah here. You and your wife. You and your wife, or da'iyan, you're giving dawah to the Shabbat. Not you by yourself, not her by herself. You, your wife, and your sisters, and your wife's sisters, and the people close to you, all of you are giving dawah. So a brother calls me and he says, okay, I'm in Nottingham. I don't want to have my children in music education. I don't want, they have, they say it's mandatory. You got to, it's a non-faith school. What do you say? I say, well, brother, I say, try your best to the best of your ability not to make them go. But if they enforce you, what you going to do? You have to keep in mind, you have to keep in mind, you're going to be the only one fighting for that. The other Muslim parents are not fighting for that. You're going to be by yourself. You're going to be by yourself. So if you come giving them a hard time, I don't want my kid doing this music, I don't want it. They're going to say, why are you by yourself? What about Fulat? And you're a revert. What about these Pakistanis and these Arabs who became Muslims before you? Maybe you're extreme. That's just an example. That if you're going to fight that battle, you got to recognize that, hey man, this is the reality of what you're dealing with. So we're all supposed to be supporters of the Dawah. That's the point. So what we find today as it relates to the Dawah of the Sunnah, the people of the Sunnah, the Salafis are the most disorganized people because the Shiyukh of the Salafis, some of them ones, they have made people to follow their Ijtihadat. And I can't follow your Ijtihad because it's going to make me have problems with this other brother and has nothing to do with us. And I say that all the time because this is where this book was written. This is what you brothers are dealing with. You give dawah and cooperate with your brothers and your sisters and the people around you, even if they're not on the right understanding. You make a town with them. This is the thing about the dean and I'll finish with this. We have in our religion that we have to cooperate. No one is on an island by himself. So Allah Ta'ala command us, People have to mutually cooperate on the truth. Not falsehood. Let's just be together to be together. I can't be together with you cursing the companions. I can't be together with you because you're takfiri. I can't be together with you because you have hulu and tabdir. Everybody doesn't agree with me. I can't be with you. I definitely can't be with you. You're cursing the companions. I'm going to be with you. 
How am I going to do a podcast with you? How am I going to give a lecture at your message? How am I going to do that? You can you curse in the companions. We cooperate on a sabr and the truth. Another ayat of the Quran, Allah Ta'ala mentioned, ثُمَّ كَانَ مِنَ الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا وَتَوَاصُوا بِالْحَقِّ وَتَوَاصُوا بِالْمَرْحَمَةِ And then those people who believed, and they mutually advised each other. Again, with sabr, be patient. It's rough. Parents want you to get, uh, what you call that? Forced marriage. Be patient. You, you marry, you and your wife having problems from your family, your relatives. Be patient. And we give advice with al-marhama. Don't try to make isqat of people and the dimar, just destroy people. He made a mistake. We're going to destroy him. And then we have the statement, Cooperate with each other on al-birr-wa-taqwa. I am not telling anybody here, let's just get along and ride the, the train together and the bicycle together, everything is okay. I'm not saying that. So in concluding, before we open up the door for the Q&A, inshallah, ikhwani, the issue of today's dars, this hadith, a lot can be said. It also goes to show the different levels of al-iman. Whoever makes al-amr ma'roof in al-nahim al-munkar with his hand, he's a mu'min. Whoever does it with his tongue, he's a mu'min. And whoever hates it in his heart, he's a mu'min. Different levels. And whoever doesn't have any inkling, no problem, then he doesn't have any iman. And that doesn't mean he's a kafir. This is one of those many ahadith التي نربط الناس بها the nasus of the kitab and the sunnah and that is falsafa jins al-amal al-iman amen leave us from that leave us from that al-iman is your statements and your actions and what you believe in your heart goes up with, with, with obeying Allah goes down with disobeying Allah we get out of here with all this other stuff that has us all divided and disunited amongst ourselves okay khwani, if you guys have any questions you can put your question forward right now inshallah the canon to come shake fatafaddalu hey let me ask you a question I, I wanted to ask you this question before there's a famous character in America. His name is Africa Bambara. Bambara. Does Bambara mean anything for you African brothers? Bambara. It's one of those words African Americans just took in eye. Go ahead, my brother. Is a person sitting, instead of using his tongue, he goes straight to his heart? No, al-hikmah, al-hikmah. ادعو إلى سبيل ربك بالحكمة والموعظة الحسنة وجادلهم وجادلهم بالتي أحسن. حكمة is putting people in place in the right place. وادعو شيء في محله المناسب. So if you have the ability to stop it and you hate in your heart, that's ظلم not حكمة. My daughter came in late. حاشا لله عوذ بالله. Someone's daughter came in late. And he stays in the room and says, I hope my wife handles it. No. That's not hikmah. He better get up and go deal with his bent. So a person can't do anything but hate in his heart. But he jumps up and he starts making inkar. And he, he doesn't have the power for that. They're going to grab him by his neck and put his hands behind his back 
and they're going to blast him because he's African American. And black lives don't matter in America. The police police us differently. No, brother, you need to fall back with that bad attitude. They're getting ready to put a, a, a pellet in your melon. So you need to fall back. This ain't the time to talk like that as a Muslim. But Allah, we know that. But it's not the time for that. And that's what the Prophet taught us. So you have to put the situation in his right place. Any more questions, Akhwani? Okay, we're going to... My man, you came in late. Should you even have a question? Tfadab, tfadab. All right, man, go ahead. You got to write on me, a haq on me. If a close friend of yours is sinning and you keep telling him stop doing that and he finds it hard to stop doing it, should we discommunicate? Should we disconnect with him? I ask you all by Allah, who here is not sinning? Who here, this hadith? Allah said in the Quran, إِنَّمَا تَخْلُفُ مِنْ بَعْدِهِمْ خُلُوف After Hawariyun, there came a khuluf, a group of people. Listen, listen. Khuluf in this ayah is a dalil of the minhaj al-salafi that the scholars understood before. Khuluf are the people who came later. So the salaf came before the khuluf. All of the anbiya, hawariyun, who came. And then the khuluf came after the hawariyin. And with the Prophet Awam and the rest of them. And then the khuluf came after them. And some of the khuluf ada'u salat, they didn't take care of prayer. So this concept salafi is not in the Qur'an. Yes, the word is not in the Qur'an, but the concept is in that Qur'an. Because the opposite of khuluf is the salaf. The other thing is my brother is asking. Does anybody, the hadith said, then there will come the khuluf. They will, they will say what they don't do. And they will do what they were not commanded to do. That's the people right now. We believe in Allah. We love Allah. But you can't find a guy praying Salat al-Witr every day from amongst us. I believe in Allah. I love Allah. But you won't find a guy trying to memorize the kalam of Allah. The best speech to get next to. He knows nothing about tajweed. The noon is sacking and hits him in his head. He doesn't know that's the noon is sacking. He doesn't know. I love Allah. I love Allah. But when it comes to what Allah legislated, he has his wife, Allah legislated. Husband, Allah legislated. We don't make a hukum ila kitabillah. So right now, every, many people are saying what they don't do. Ya ayyulladheena aminu lima taquluna ma la taf'alun. Kabur maqtil indallahi in taquulu ma la taf'alun. Many people. So I say to you, brother, if you have a friend who's still doing stuff, don't cut him off. Don't cut him off. Cut him off with fiqh and fahm. Cut him off when that's the best thing to do. Your voice in his ear may be the voice of salvation. But you being with him may destroy him and you you have to determine that this guy is doing things that are going to get me killed people are going to roll up on him and get me blasted 
I don't have to ask no person giving no daughter should I still be with this guy. I'm dropping him like a hot potato, a bad habit. But who is not making mistakes? Who? From this Medjidis. Hey, where's my boy Ayub? Ayub done made a move. Subhanallah. This recording was produced by Green Lane Masjid. For more information on the activities and services the mosque provides, please visit www.greenlanemasjid.org.